0: What? Like, because I just went like, ah! Like, imagine if we were, if we were screaming goats. That's how we're starting the year? Did you hit it? Oh. Yes.
1: <laughs> we don't have to do, we don't have to do a countdown because we're in the same we room. We could do, we could do a countdown. No. Ten. No. Nine. <laughs> so, last night, um, as of recording this, last night was New Year's Eve, and, um. That makes today. We were, in New Year's today's Day. Today's New Year's Day, but, um. We were at an event, and uh, they did a countdown, and then in the other room, they were
0: also doing a separate countdown. They so, were watching New Year's Rockin' Eve on the TV, but the New Year's Rockin' oh, and Eve okay. TV is on a seven-second delay. delay. Yeah, yeah. So by the time we all finished making out with each other, they were going, five, yeah. four.
1: <laughs> yeah, so
0: we, sh- we shepherded it in the new year prior to the other room we we were accurate because we had like a clock pulled up from our phones that was counting down the world clock the world clock yes um but But yeah yeah. (laughs) so look at that (laughs) look at us and we started at the same time this time yeah like starting the new year off right as close to
1: exactly at the same time as as we'll ever get
0: yeah this is it we've peaked everybody yep
1: Get get you a
0: pair that can do both. I don't know.
1: And because we're together mm-hmm, yesterday Are we together? We are together. <laughs> Forever. Um uh, <laughs> we watched a documentary that people have been talking
0: about. Um also. What? We are Crime Culture. Yes. That's Haley. Hi. I'm Caitlin. Hi. This is Crime Culture. And I don't is usually the we sound this refer to. Yeah. Haley's Haley's not doing well, but she doesn't have COVID. No. Which is good. Just dying um because i can i i can feel the concern yeah. so i just i'm like you don't have covid no You're vid okay. no vid just as sick as you can get without down actually with dying. the sickness down with yes. the sickness as sick she as says. you can
1: get without actually dying tell me where that's from yes if you can tell us where that's from like we'll send you something back medication because <laughs> you'll need it um <laughs> so we yes we watched a documentary yesterday that people have been talking about on the discord we got a request on the discord we, we did were like little do you know little Kim. do you know dot dot, dot. um Kim's psychic but surprisingly this is an older documentary
0: yes. um, i heard of it yeah i'm surprised
1: i definitely heard of this case because as we'll get to it's the inspiration for an uh law and order svu episode Yes. Uh, that was one that I really, really liked. Yes. So... Um, it was
0: one that we both were like, isn't this based on an, uh, on an SVU episode? Well, isn't the, and, the
1: SVU episode
0: based uh, yes, on that's this? what I meant. That's what I meant. Oh, my the God. The guy
1: in this case did not get the no, idea yes. for this crime <laughs> based on, oh, wow, you know what? I could do that.
0: Yeah. Oh, hey. No, he watched Orphan, and he did that. No, that also came out like, oh, no, I guess, because I think Orphan came out in, like, 2009. Did he could it? have gotten the idea from Orphan. But this happened in the 90s. Oh, this did happen in the 90s. Fuck, I'm thinking about the... All right, listen, listen, listen. The documentary is called The Imposter. It's it's January 1st. I got here on December 19th, and I'm jet-lagged, okay? Yeah, for sure. (laughs)
1: So the documentary is called The Imposter. It was mm-hmm. uh, initially released uh, at a limited release on July 13th, 2012, according to oh. the IMDB page. There's also like a movie called The Imposter. So I was having trouble finding mm. the correct information for the correct uh, title um but apparently this got its wide release January 22nd 2013.
0: well that makes sense because wasn't it like a really popular like it was like the most viewed documentary or something at some film festival was it really
1: yeah, I, I didn't see I, I that I when remember I was correctly it I
0: think it I think it was but I don't remember off the top of my head and I could also be lying
1: well it also has a um on Rotten Tomatoes with a 78% audience score, 7.5 out of 10 on IMDb, and 76% on Google. So very, like, high reviews. Yeah,
0: that's high praise. praise. And I'd say it's pretty, like, with the exception of the um, Rotten Tomatoes score as opposed to the audience score, it's very, like, across the board. Everybody's like, "Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: pretty tight. Yeah. The critic's consensus says, uh, quote, despite its true crime trappings, the imposter is an utterly gripping and sometimes heartbreaking documentary thriller, clearly, cleverly told with narrative flair.
0: I agree. Yeah, I agree. Even like you and I were sitting watching it on the couch because we're together, we can be together. Mm. Um, And... Even Michael and Elliot, who were, of course, around. Those are our partners for those just tuning in. They're just lurking. They were lurking, but they were even like, wait a fucking minute. And I was like, yeah, this is this sucks. This is a shitty thing to do. Yeah. I would also say that it looks
1: just the filming wise. It looks very much like a much more modern documentary. Like, yes. 2012 and 2013. Yes. It doesn't
0: look like it's 10 years old. Yeah. Yeah. More than 10 years old. Yeah. No, I guess it is under 10. Yeah. It's
1: 2023. Yeah. Look at us.
0: Who would have thought. Not me. No.
1: Um, but yeah, it, it looks a lot more modern uh yeah. than it is quoted as being.
0: And and we can get into this later if you want, but I also really loved how they did certain things with the filmmaking aspect of it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like they so they used a lot so obviously like they're using interviews of the person who committed this atrocity, the the imposter, if you will. Yeah. The titular imposter. And then the family of the person who is missing, Nicholas Barclay, which we'll get into this whole story and everything. But I loved how as it, it was usually the imposter who was speaking, and I I don't want to Elliot, how do you pronounce um his name? It's like Frederic Bourdin. I love it listening. when Elliot ignores me. Um That's what Elliot is with. right behind me. But um it, it like so they cast these reenactment actors though and they did little reenactments about like how they found Bourdine and all of that but it's like the actors they had looked a lot like the people that were yeah, being interviewed for sure. and then they would have the actors like look breaking the fourth wall into the camera as they're reenacting some of these things and mouth word for word what the person being interviewed was saying in the voiceover and the
1: when i say that it feels so much more modern is because um i think it was my palate cleanser last week maybe but i just watched that documentary uh pepsi wears my jet mm. and they did the exact same thing in that documentary i and love that, is, that like and that is that
0: was made very recently like, So. It was it was so great to the point where and because these these reenactment actors looked so much like the people being interviewed as well that I was like, wait, so are they having these people do these reenactments like it was unbelievable to me that that was something that they could do. Yeah, it
1: it was really, really good. So Um, clever. Very engaging in that regard. Very much so. Um, Yeah, it premiered at Sundance in 2012 um, I think it did really well there. I'm just looking uh, at the IMDb. It was at a lot of film festivals. It won the Filmmakers Award at the 2012 Hot Docs Canadian International Documentary Festival. It was the official selection for several international film festivals, including South by Southwest, mm-hmm. Edinburgh International Film Festival, True False Film Festival, New Zealand International Film Festivals, Sydney Film Festival, Revelation Perth International Film Festival, Seattle International Film Festival, and the San Seb- San Sebastian International Film Festival. Mm-hmm. And it was nominated for six British in- Film Independent Awards. Um, it was... Very, very uh, well received when it first came out. Yeah,
0: and, I think it won a bunch of BAFTAs or nominated for a bunch of BAFTAs. It like, it, yeah, it won the BAFTA for Outstanding Debut by a British Writer, Director, or Producer for Bart Layton and Dimitri Duganis, and then it was nominated for Best Documentary Film. Yeah, and there
1: was um, a five star review from Total Film says that it's creepier than Catfish and as cinematic as Man on a Wire, and I agree with both of those. Yes. I think that is very yes. very accurate. Um, and it's no wonder that it was so well-received, because the case is
0: so bizarre. The case is wild, and it also, I mean, I i did a little, I didn't do so much recon on the case as I did, like, a, a bit of a background, like, you know what I mean, like a cursory glance into the background. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I found was that the family, so this is about the the person missing in question is Nicholas Barclay. Let's let's read the description. So the description
1: says, quote, in 1994, a 13-year-old boy disappeared from San Antonio, Texas. Three and a half years later, he is found alive and well thousands of miles away in Europe. He tells a story of kidnap and torture when he returns. While his family is excited to bring him home, all is not as it seems.
0: Right. And so that boy, again, is Nicholas Barclay. And the family, because there was a lot of media attention to this when they thought that Barclay was found, and then even more so when it found, when it turned out that Barclay, spoiler alert, was not, um, that they did not want to. They declined a lot of like documentaries and things like that because they. Because people were just shitting people, on them. Yeah, people were making fun of them because it was like, how can you be this stupid? How can you not know that, like, that's not your kid? And blah, but blah, the, blah. But
1: the end of the documentary kind of brings up, like, another, like, wild twist in yes. the story, which we'll talk about. Yes. But first of all, Nicholas Barclay, when he went missing, he was a 13-year-old, blonde-haired, blue-eyed Texan boy. Yes. The person that was found and claimed to be Nicholas Barclay was a 23-year-old French man. Algerian, I believe. Uh, Oh, really? Elliot isn't isn't listening to me. Isn't listening. Again. Everything everything that I was reading says he was French.
0: Elliot, Elliot kept saying he was Algerian because he couldn't understand, because they found him in Spain, and Elliot was like, I don't get the French accent. And then he was like, oh, Algerian would make more sense. And Elliot, for those who don't know, grew up in Europe. So for a minute, for a minute, for a minute, Elliot is the whitest kid you'll meet. Um, has never seen Finding Nemo, and yeah, <laughs> yes, no, That's which was the I one mean. that he hasn't seen. There, there were like a bunch of movies because we quizzed him once. Regardless, we're getting off topic, but point is, he's 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 got a French accent that you cannot even hide, and like he doesn't he doesn't hide it. He said like the best that he was doing to not hide it was he was just not speaking under the guise of being too traumatized, and so he just he's he's got brown hair brown eyes. He's got like an olive tone complexion, whereas this kid was more like how do I explain this? Like he was he wasn't he was he was more like this this man looked European. Yeah, the only And he had a five five o'clock fucking shadow. Yeah he had a five o'clock shadow and he was supposed to be what, the fifteen year old? Three and a half. He was thirteen, so sixteen and a half. Yeah. Um yeah. We um, can do
1: math. Yeah, not great. Um but he Gross. his mother um was Algerian?
0: Possibly. I, I, Baby, I'm just remembering that Elliot said... Um, yeah, his
1: IMDb... Because he was born sorry, in France.
0: He, he, doesn't, he doesn't have an IMDb. He has a Wikipedia page. <laughs> I mean, he probably has an IMDb because he was in this documentary.
1: Yeah, probably. His Wikipedia page says he never knew his father, um, who his mother stated was a married Algerian immigrant named Kasi.
0: Uh um, KACI? Great question. Don't know. I don't know.
1: But he never knew him. He never knew him. And we don't know him either. Definitely sounds like he had like a rough go of it. Yeah. But that doesn't um, excuse you for ruining
0: a family's you, life. And and as we'll get into trying to ruin, like this was not, this was his first time doing this. It was not his last attempt. It wasn't, no, it wasn't his first time doing it. He had um, been doing it. He had 500 or so um, other
1: he had other aliases. Yeah.
0: Yes, but I mean, this is the first time that he conned a family into thinking they had found their child. Yeah. Think- and then he did try to do it again after he got out of, spoiler alert, after he got out of prison for doing this. Yeah. It was fucking he it, it, Like, uh, why would you do that? And even he says in the documentary at one point, like, it, like, after it was about to be that he was getting caught, like, and he doesn't get caught. It's very early in the documentary. But that he was like, oh, yeah, like, this is kind of messed up to do this because they think that they're getting their family member back. And I'm like, bitch, yes.
1: Yeah, well, he does say at the very end, once everything comes out, once he's been found out of, like, who he is and everything, he's like, I did this for me and fuck everybody else.
0: Yeah, and, and he left it at that. Like, yeah. he, there were no apologies. There were no, like... Like oh like if I shouldn't I could have done, have done that. Yeah. It, not not even a, could I just have done something differently. Like a oh I should not have done this. He did not care. He literally said like fuck everybody else. Yeah. Like it was it was it uh, I the gall and the gumption and the testicular fortitude of this man. Yeah. Like to do something like that to people to tear them apart in such a way to look somebody in the eye. And say, I am your son, a mother who has lost their child. And they talk about the statistics in the documentary. The chances of finding a child who has gone missing after a certain number of years is very low. But then the chances of them being found in fucking Europe. Yeah. Of all places, like nil. Hardly ever. So it's just like. Yeah. How were they brought to another country without a passport? Exactly. That covertly. Exactly. Exactly. And and his explanation for that was, oh, like I was chloroformed and then I was trafficked and I was like, uh, spoiler, uh, not spoiler, alert, a, a um, trigger warning for those for sexual assault, for child abuse, um, child sexual abuse. Um, I was like among like this group of kids who was prostituted or not prostituted, but who was forced into sex slavery by adults. Yeah, were wh- like, what was it? It was American, Mexican and European soldiers.
1: Yeah, it was some, it was some type of soldier. It was some kind of like diplomat. It was like high up,
0: high ranking people in the world. Yes. And like they broke my hands. It it sounds like a Pizzagate type of shit. And yeah, he definitely spins quite a tale. And
1: yeah, if you are triggered, by the way, they go into like detail, detail of what he is describing possibly yes. happened to him. Like he's he he's inventing. Says he was,
0: yeah. Well, but so there was there were certain things like for example, that's how he explained that. Like we said, he was a blonde-haired, blue-eyed boy. This Nicholas man, Barclay yes, was. Yes, Nicholas Barclay yeah. was. This man was a brunette. He dyed his hair. He there was a girl where he was staying, who did, like, stick-and-poke tattoos, who, like, recreated the tattoos that Nicholas Barclay had on his fingers. Also, not for nothing, Nicholas Barclay
1: was 13 when he went missing, and he had, like, st- a couple I tattoos. That cool. I wish I
0: was that cool. But I he, guess Texas in the 90s. Texas in the 90s, and, I mean, not to not to profile, but the kid was, like, waiting, like, trial for juvie when he went missing. Nicholas that's Barclay, they,
1: he, he had some... Um, issues. Yeah, he had some
0: like home. Yeah, issues. he had some problems. They said
1: he had run away a couple of
0: times. And that's why they waited three days to even look for him. Yeah. Um, uh, which pisses me the fuck off. It's a child missing. It doesn't matter if the kid has run away. Like you go get that kid. Yeah. What is it all- Nicholas Barclay's
1: uh disappearance didn't even make the local news. No. Uh yeah, and like you said, he wasn't reported missing for three
0: days because he had run away in the past. And like um, I'm sorry if a ch- it doesn't matter if it's a child who has gone missing. You go find that kid like there's no like I have as I've said, I've got a brother with special needs. And one of his things was that he would what the what what is um, referred to as elopement, which is where he would just kind of take off. He wouldn't run away. He would just kind of run yeah. of like he would just kind yeah. of be like peace and yeah, like he didn't have a goal in mind he, he wasn't like he Fuck j- you guys yeah, i'm out of here yeah he just wanted to but that's what i'm saying he just wanted to run he just wanted to go he just wanted to move sometimes he did have a destination in mind but a lot of the time it was just like i'm just gonna do my thing yeah and which is great except you're a child and he would do this at this same age and and a little bit older and a little bit younger yeah but and people would go get him every time yeah I don't see why it should be different for a child. Like the system in that regard, I think, has had failed Nicholas Barclay. I think the system in terms of granted, some of it was like you and I both saw like the fax that they sent of Nicholas Barclay was like a blacked-out image with like skin. I think it was also like one of those things that it was like a fax of
1: a fax of a fax. Like going over multiple times, but it was literally like the worst photo in the entire world that you could be like this like it was a war shock it's no wonder that um this guy thought that he could impersonate this kid because the photo
0: was like non-existent yes it was garbage but that's what i'm saying so some of it i can understand like not having the technology to do this but all of these people like he was saying that they that they so He had met with the girl who he thought was his sister, and she was showing him pictures of his family over the years that he had missed. Yeah. And then after he sees these photos and speaks with them, they call him, the investigators call him into a room, and they hold out five photos of different family members, photos that they said, you will have never seen these before. And they were like, who are these people? Yeah. And it, the point was to make sure that it was who he said he was because he dyed his hair blonde. His eyes were still brown. He said that in the the sex slavery camp that he was in, they that did they, experiments and they yeah, changed his it's eye color. Like this kid read a fucking like book on the history of the Holocaust and just like cherry picked yeah. a lot of the stuff that he described, which I think is also just so disrespectful. But... Just it's it's all very like that you and I are able to pick that out and they weren't able to pick that out. And then they show him these pictures of these family members and he's identifying people and he gets one wrong. But they just and he it was on the said, fifth one. He had gotten the four right previous. Yes. And even he said they just kind of had already made up their minds though that it was really that i was who i said i was yeah Yeah. so they just let it slide when really it was like if you don't get all five right then you're not because then they gave him his his citizenship and all of that stuff back and it just i can't like there were a lot of failures for for nicholas barclay for this because again
1: they, they I, just... I think more vet, especially when it's a case that's so outrageous like this like a kid in san antonio texas goes missing three years later he's supposedly found in spain mm-hmm. like we spain. need to yeah we need of to do we need to do a little bit more digging into this and find out if you are really you why weren't any fingerprints done why wasn't any dna tested yeah like, this is the 90s because when uh board Bordin is Borden, i mean i'm not 100 percent. i'm gonna say Bordeen. when he was first um located quote unquote and yes. this and and um, and he and he called himself in by the way he called himself in uh because he wanted to basically run away and become a new person and yeah. he says that at the beginning of the documentary and you're like okay this is weird yeah i have um, the, i have the quote actually um, yeah but uh, I, like again this is something that he had done before so his main goal actually like he didn't set out on this and was like i'm gonna pretend i'm nicholas barclay yes. he wanted to get into a a children's home he was 23 years old yes. and um if you are an undocumented uh, person and they can't find your family they put you into like basically an orphanage yeah a, a young people's home and um that's where he wanted to go And then they were like, well, if you and he was quiet the entire time they were asking him questions, he couldn't identify who he was. Um, And they were like, well, if we don't get any answers from you, we're going to have to fingerprint you to find out who you are. Yeah. So that's when he was like, well, fuck, they can't they can't fingerprint me because you find out later he was wanted by like Interpol. for these 500 other like
0: identity rackets that he was running. So well, and, um, in that he convinced them, he was like, OK, I'll tell you in the morning, but my family is in America. I was like so he didn't know about Nicholas Barclay, but he was just like, my family is in America because he was like, OK, yeah, I'll go to America. I'll get a new life there. Because in this quote, he says quote before I was born I definitely had the wrong identity I already didn't know I was already prepared not to know who I really was a new passport a new identity with a real passport an American passport I could go to the US I could go to school there live with that family and just being someone and don't have never again to worry about being identified I saw the opportunity end quote so he was like my family is American I was taken from them it's super late there now so you can't call them so let me stay the night here in this police station let me stay the night in this place literally covered in files that were not locked
1: up that he can just he had his pick of like okay i'm gonna figure out like he went in and uh called a bunch of um agencies in like new york and los angeles and a couple of other places and he was like give me missing persons files like we have a kid here who's about this age he he detailed himself yes he gave he gave these people all of his information and was like we have this kid here uh he says he's american and uh, we're trying to find his family so he was like like outsourcing his lies from these agencies so the national center for missing and exploited children was like well This kid has been missing from Texas for a little while, and they sent over the information. And Bourdain was like, literally, like, I could do that. I could be him.
0: Yeah, literally, like, she's not kidding. Like,
1: that's pretty much what he said. And then when he, like, when he finally, like, told um, the agency in Spain and everything, um, they started the ball rolling on like getting him back to the United States. Yeah, back to the United States. And um, quote unquote. That's when um, Bourdain, because he was the one who was like impersonating uh the officials in spain he received the actual like full color photo of nicholas barclay and he's mm-hmm. like this kid is fucking blonde hair blue eyes light complexion mm-hmm. like
0: and what tell, the fuck i can't be him and tell them first of all he swipes this photo off the counter before anybody who works there has seen it but because anyone can tell, tell them, this is not the person yes, that they're looking for yes but Haley, tell them what he did fucking next oh that he he well he lit the photo on fire to, yeah, yeah and flushed it down the toilet yeah,
1: so, so that, that they would not see it, it. i mm, and he did say mm, like he did have the decency to say like once like this uh, nicholas barclay's sister was going to come all the way from texas to spain yes. to like pick him up and everything he did have the decency to be like I, I tried to run away i was like how the fuck can i get out of this i can't but be even this that guy. i
0: wouldn't say that i wouldn't say he had the decency he was like, she's going to look at me and know that I am not him, is the thing that he was like. Yeah. He was not leaving was always- because he felt bad. He was leaving because he was like, oh, was- shit, I'm going to get in trouble. No,
1: but he wasn't as delusional to be like, I, I can oh, do this yeah. easy.
0: Oh, yeah. No, yeah. no, no. It was... It was- he yeah he wasn't delusional in that regard that like oh yeah i look just like him because even he was like shocked that like everybody kind of were, was falling for yeah. it after At it was, almost like,
1: every moment he was like and they still believed that was him like they had just made up their minds and blah yeah. blah,
0: blah like she was his sister nicholas barclay's sister walked up to him and one of the first things that she says is like oh my god you have our uncle's nose still like that's our uncle's nose yeah
1: and and the only um, the only similarity that he might have had with Nicholas Barclay is that they had a slight gap in their front teeth. Yes, they did have a slight gap in the. In, that was in the, the only. Yes, that was the only thing that was like, okay, like this is kind of close, I guess.
0: Yes, because that's the thing too. There's an investigator that they bring in, named Charlie Parker, a private investigator, and one of the things that he had compared was Nicholas Barclay's ear to. Uh, when Bordine as Barclay did a interview, like a TV interview, he compared his like video footage of his ear to photos of Barclay's ear and were just like, like it was night and day, the differences between the ears and you can't fucking fake that. Like you can't, you just can't it's just it just blows my absolute mind
1: that no at no point no fingerprints were done no dna tests were done like it's just it's wild but even i think like even as like a family member if my child was missing for like three or four years and they came back by the way he had a full like accent that's what i'm saying this dude sounded french like he did not sound remotely american and and one of his excuses for that was that his captors forced them to not speak english yes but that wouldn't give you an an accent accent. no so like Like, there, there was too many things that were just not right that like i feel like if i was a parent like It's it's rough and you don't want to believe that somebody could do something like this. But I would still want fucking DNA tests and everything.
0: Yes, I mean, but I mean, but I think that's a very good point that you make. Is it's not even a case of yes, like I want to believe that this is my child. It's like why or how. Could and would somebody make up a lie like that? Like Yeah, it does... and choose that family and like. Yes, like it's just too, it, like it sounds like fiction. It sounds like orphan. It sounds like all of these like movies yeah. that have been made about these things, about that SVU episode. It all sounds like it's made for like TV. It does yeah. not sound real. And the fact that this dude not only managed to do this once, but then tried to do it again after he got out of prison yeah. with another. Again, he, he went to prison for like what was it hill like 6 years or something like that. Yeah, I think he got out on he good got behavior out on good behavior. Like yeah, But then when he got out of prison, so if he, he if he's 23 now and like let's round up, I think he went he got out of prison in say 2003. So he's like 33 at this point like in 2003 and he tried to assume the identity of a missing 15-year-old boy. Yeah. Like yeah, he was still trying also, to go younger. Also. I don't know where to put this. So I'm going to stick this in here now. Y'all. He's fucking married now yeah, with yeah. children. Yeah, he's married with children now. Um,
1: But he also doesn't... He's not one of those people that, like, like he could play young on no. TV. No, he looked, like, every one of his 23 years. Yes. At the time that he was yes. 23. He had yeah.
0: a five o'clock fucking shadow at eight goddamn it! And that was the
1: thing. One of the, um, the... I think it was one of the women with the National Center for Missing and yes. Exploited Children. She was like... He had a full, like, five o'clock shadow. And... Like it was dark and like yeah. Nicholas Barclay was like blonde, blonde, blonde. Yeah. So he first of all, he wouldn't have that extreme like facial hair that young, but also
0: it wouldn't be dark. Yeah. No, my my dad had similar coloring to like if you compared a photo in terms of coloring of my dad growing up and Nicholas Barclay growing up, their coloring was very similar. And I can confirm that for as long as I have known my father in his adult life, his five o'clock shadow has been fucking light. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I would also say, like, I don't want to, I don't want to really, like, shit on the family. because No, it is like, not the... F- it's not the family's fault. They thought that their son, brother... Why
0: would like, you, why yeah. would you think that? Like, like, it's that one saying that everybody uses, you hear hoof prints and you think horses, not zebras. Why would their thought even go to this is an imposter?
1: Yeah. And also, like, you, like... Especially put in that situation. Obviously, we've mm-hmm. never been put in that situation. Mm-hmm. But I feel like being put in that situation, your brain wants to explain away all the things that aren't consistent because you want beyond anything to believe that this is your child because what is the alternative? They're still missing. Yeah. They're possibly dead. Yeah. You're never gonna see them again. Like this yeah. this
0: is giving you hope. This is giving you something. Well, and they're also I'm sure they're they're kind of trying to be like they talked about. They're trying to be sensitive to him too, in the, in the sense of like, no, he's not going to be exactly the same. No, he's not going to yeah. talk about with, with how much he went through. What, yes, because
1: like he he explained like the story, and even before, um, the sister came and picked him up. Um, the um officials in Spain were like, he has been through like some shit. He has been through some trauma these Mm -hmm. past like these past couple
0: years have not been easy for him. Mm -hmm. So like he's going to be a little rocky. Yeah. And they were like and and that is one thing like because there are bits and pieces. I don't think Bourdain could paint such a story without having some of those experiences being true. And I think that like and they even talked about when they first found him that he was like. What's the word not like wincing but like what's the word that i'm looking i mean for? he was
1: playing a child but i also believe that like he was um he described a lot of um torture and abuse that he had allegedly gone through um as part of this like child sex ring or whatever yes but um child sexual abuse ring i feel like Like there was a lot of stuff that uh, even as we were watching it, I was like, that can be like a broken hand can be proven. Like you can see evidence, like even if it's healed, you can see evidence of it on an x-ray. And I feel like if you were in uh, like a sex slave, like dungeon, you're not getting the best medical care. No, it's not going to heal perfectly correctly. He said he was like burned with cigarette butts all the way from his neck down to his ankles. Like there has to have been some evidence of that. But I believe there for was for people to believe that. So I, that's what I'm saying. I believe, so, yeah, so like, they looked possi- at his hand. Yeah. For so example. Bordine possibly went through something. Yes.
0: Like, like for example, the hand thing, the broken hand thing. He said that they would they would break his hands, and then and but that they would just like never give him medical attention and they did look at his hands and they did check his hands and his hands had been broken and not received medical care there were cigarette butt burns going from like the back of his head down his body like down his back like i truly do believe that this man i also am of the opinion um we've talked about this on the discord actually with some of our listeners that a lot of these people who do terrible awful things aren't just born that way it's like when a dog is vicious they don't just come out the womb vicious they are there is some nature nurture stuff there yes and so i fully believe that some of these traumatic things have happened to this man to the point that obviously he is 23 years old and he is seeking a family to love him and care for him and live and to live with and all of that this was not the right way to go about it by any means yeah but i can see the psychology of it, in that he was broken so much as a child that there is no way that somebody can be of their fullest, like li- like mental capacity. But it- it's just, I I I don't know. I I like hearing his accounts of things that were done to him. Yes, there was some stuff that, again, I'm going to repeat, was definitely cherry-picked from, like, history books.
1: Yeah. But... And to explain away the obvious, like, differences differences... In, like... Why is I, your
0: skin tone different? Why are your eye like I know different? you go through
1: puberty and stuff, but his jawline was completely mm-hmm. different. Like, there's mm-hmm. some like
0: physiological things that like his ears again. His ears were completely different, and that was the thing that the private investigator was like, "Yeah, you can't like because it would be one thing if like and he could tell that from TV. Yes. he saw that in a TV yes, interview. A he 90s never even TV met him. interview. Yeah cuz like there's one it's one thing to have like cauliflower ear from getting like your ass kicked so many times after the fact but like these ears were completely different his ears were fine like this kid's ears were i would argue like smaller and more like bulbous than his ears yeah like they did they, they did look like completely different ears but like
1: <sighs> yeah and you mentioned um Previously, that it it the documentary ends by saying that um, Bourdain had gotten married and had children. Yes. Um, just looking at his Wikipedia right now, on March twenty third, twenty seventeen, Bourdain made a Facebook post stating that Isabel, his wife, uh, had left him for another man, claiming she had been unhappy for ten years and very unhappy in recent months, and he claims she left him with their children, their five children.
0: Yes, they had five children. Yeah. Um, and also. He was interviewed by David Gran for the New Yorker in 2008, so a year after he had gotten married to Isabel, and he had said in that interview that he quote that he would quote never impersonate anyone again end quote, but after having their first child he contacted gran and told him like i had i had, we had a baby girl and blah 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 and gran said to him like oh so now that you're a a husband and a father like are you have you turned over a new leaf are you a new person now blah 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 and bordine said to him quote no, this is who I am. End quote. Like, but that's also like a like. It's kind of sad because I don't think he yeah. knows who he is. That's He's yeah. He's been so many
1: different people. Like he isn't who he says he is. And I literally think he a had good like five hundred identities. This is a good time to uh, plug a book that I had read last year. It is called Good Is Gone by Amy Gentry. Yeah. G e n t r y. And if you like this case, if this is like really interesting, you'll really like this book. I don't want to get too far into it, but it does have to do with um a girl goes missing years later she ends up on her parents like doorstep and um everyone's so happy she's back whatever but the mom is so suspicious like noticing little things like is this my daughter like yeah what would i do if i if i took in a stranger yeah and that's the whole premise of the book and it's figuring out is this person the girl that went missing years ago and um it is so good it was so good it has a 3.47 out of five on Goodreads, with like over three thousand ratings.
0: Over thirty-five thousand. Thirty-five thousand ratings. Yep. I was looking at. Reviews. I'm looking at it too. Yeah, um,
1: <laughs> it is fantastic. Um, highly recommend. Good as gone by Amy Gentry. Yeah,
0: but you saying that actually brings up a good point because there was a moment in which the in the documentary, and I think this is probably how the family got so much flack. Uh, there was a moment in the documentary where this investigator with i believe it was the national center for missing and exploited children um that she re- that that she realized that she learned that Bourdeen was not who he said he was and oh when when she tells the sister yes when she oh calls the sister this is like, she told the sister yes she calls her up she's like yo this dude who's been living with you who's got a crush on a 16 year old girl in the neighborhood which also gross gross um that like has been enmeshed in your lives going back to school being friends with his old friends again all this stuff that this is not the person he says he is and she he is like, not your brother yeah and she's shaken by it obviously she screamed yeah that is like terrifying so but here's where
1: the yes, second twist of yes. the documentary pops up. so
0: he was off being interviewed and this this investigator woman she was with him she was like so she was like i so his bringing si- him back to texas after this interview yes yeah. so his sister uh Bord- or not boardine's sister um nicholas's sister was like, do I come get him at the airport? And this lady was she, she like, was like no, you shouldn't have any contact with him. You don't have to see him anymore. Yes. You never have to see him again. Like being very sensitive to him, uh, to her and being like, you never have to see him again. No, don't worry about it. Um, He's uh, we're going to be at the airport. I'm going to take it from there. Don't worry about it. Blah, blah, blah. They get to the airport and standing there waiting for Frederic slash Nicholas. Fake Nicholas. Fake Nicholas. Fickulas is his sister. The sister. Literally, as if nothing was ever revealed to her. Hugs as if she him. did not. I'm so glad you're home, blah, blah, blah. How was your trip? And this woman is like, it, like she needs a fucking neck brace from the whiplash that she has just suffered because she was like, did we not talk about this? And then she like had to go and like immediately make a call to her boss and be like, hey, she's acting like this conversation I had with her never happened and is like taking him home and is treating him like her brother. And what do I do? And her boss is basically like, like, we'll take it from here. Like, don't yeah, so worry. It's not your fault.
1: So here's where the other flip happens. So that... And that FBI agent was Nancy Fisher. Yes. By the way, yes. Yeah, so that... Once that happens, it's like, okay, well, the family was given all the information they needed, but they're still choosing to decide that this is the person that they want it
0: him to be. Yes. Like when I tell you, this woman was like, we have proof this is not him. Yes. Beyond a shadow of a doubt, this is not him. Yeah.
1: And Bourdain basically said in an in, in interview with um one of the, I think it was an FBI agent or somebody that he... um. Uh, he like the the agent asked him a question, he's like, "You know that's not who I am, yeah, like he confessed, yeah, uh because he was clearly caught, but um it's when the sister reunites with him at the airport, it's like, okay, so the family was given all this information, and they're still choosing to decide that this is who it, who he, they want him to be, but now what's with the family mm-hmm. because why would you do that? why would you do that so Bourdine's, uh theory is that somebody in the family killed the real Nicholas and accepted him into their family to hide the crime. And yes. the main suspect being um, Barclay's older brother, Jason, who was already dead at the time. So was ready to be the scapegoat for this, like mm-hmm. couldn't be interviewed, couldn't be really like looked into. Um, so it would be an easy thing but like imagine I can't. like first of all how psychotic is it to pretend to be somebody and ruin that family and mm-hmm. pretend to be their son mm-hmm. uh brother whatever yeah but then also the family that you chose just so happened to kill the person yeah and is using you to get away with it i know so that's crazy in itself. But also, I feel like the family didn't need to do that because, like they had said, Nicholas, like Nicholas's disappearance didn't even make the fucking
0: news. No,
1: there was like they really could have just been like if they I mean, if they had killed him, like let's go that far and say, yeah, if they had killed him. They didn't need to report him missing. They could have just been like he ran he ran away. He's run away before. He's a little shit like that. Like, right.
0: And he was and he had like in that they even said, I believe in the documentary, that in that moment he had just like it wasn't a surprise that he would have run away at that point in time just because he was supposed to be he was due in court. And yeah. he and they were like, yeah, like he's going to run off. He doesn't want to go to court. It's kind of like the thing and we're going to talk about it um in
1: in due time but i am working on an episode on it spoiler alert um hey. the cleveland kidnapping yeah uh, michelle knight was on her way to a custody hearing for her son at the time that she was abducted yeah and everyone just wrote it off as like oh well she was a flake anyway and like she was like getting out of like taking care of her son yeah deadbeat mom yeah and so that's why almost nobody went to go look for her that's awful like that's not an excuse to not go look for somebody just because they have a history of doing that yeah but yeah i mean we could talk about like how insane this case is for um a million years and obviously it inspired um pop culture stuff just because of like how perfect it is for a fake story like it sounds like a lifetime It sounds like yes exactly it sounds like fiction so the law and order svu episode is season 10 episode 11 stranger and some of the guest cast in it is um i think it was tess harder um who i immediately recognized her face and was like what the fuck do i know her from turns out she's mrs pinkman in breaking bad Mm. so i was like immediately like ah i know who that is Mm -hmm. um patrick collins was in this he's been a guest on like almost everything if you look at his id imdb it's like every single popular show one episode so he's like guested on you know he know
0: his face he's the margo martindale
1: and uh ellen uh who was most notably in californication but again one of those people that's been like a million guest spots like one Mm episode on a million different things Mm -hmm. so
0: it it just the whole thing it's i i yeah i remember
1: i remember like loving that SVU episode and like thinking how crazy it was and then for it to like but not thinking it was based based on on something real yeah. yeah exactly that's the thing that really got me like and there's also a movie from 2010 called the chameleon which is um what lots of the press like dubbed Bourdain, like they called him the chameleon because he had been so many different people. Mm -hmm. Um, But this is a, I think it's a French movie. Yes, I think it's a French movie from 2010, the chameleon. um, And it is based on this case. And it says that much of the story, uh, the true story was incorporated into the film, although the years have been altered and the location was moved to Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Mm -hmm. So yeah there's that
0: but no I would also like to point out because I think personally that I deserve justice is two nights ago before we watched this, this documentary I as we were talking about watching this documentary the following day I said to Haley isn't this based on this case based isn't there an SVU episode based on this case yep. and she told me no and my excuse for that is i wasn't listening to you that's not an excuse that <laughs> yeah. so i was not listening to you so i said no i thought your excuse was going to be that you weren't feeling great and i was going to take that as yeah i wasn't that's okay i wasn't feeling mm-hmm. great but no also, you I can't back listening. it up no you can't you cannot backtrack now when i tell you that this bitch turns excuse to me, me we're not starting the year like this yes we are <laughs>
1: we're starting this is gonna be this is now the year of fuck around find out and you're about to find no i think we said 2023 was the year of um
0: giving uh, no fucks yeah don't take shit giving no fucks not taking shit all of that however 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 this happened in 2022 so i can still bring this up okay um she turns to me deadpan goes i think this was based on a law and order svu episode when i tell you you were about to go flying off that couch (laughs) Because I'm looking at her like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" She's like, yeah. "What? What?" I was ready to pay attention. <laughs> yeah,
1: but anyway, it is a very, very good documentary. Highly recommend. It definitely looks much more modern than the year it came out, which and is also.
0: This, can we stop saying that? Because that's making me fucking sad too. It came out in fucking 2012. That was like a minute ago. I, I like. Know. I I like just it just happened. Okay, it fine. was a blink. Time is a construct. Time is
1: a construct. But um, the good part of this is that you can watch this for free in most places. Mm -hmm. Uh, We watched it on Tubi. Yes. No. Yes. Yes, I thought we watched
0: it on Pluto. No, we watched it on Tubi
1: because Pluto sometimes has too many commercials. Pluto's to be sponsors on my my
0: my Chromecast either Pluto fix it please <sighs> Pluto
1: fix your shit Yeah uh, but you can watch it on Pluto you can also watch it on Amazon Prime Video Plex mm-hmm. which I have it's just fun Yeah and uh, freebie and also there's a website called watchdocumentaries.com mm-hmm. that um you can watch it there and there's also a ton of other documentaries yeah. so maybe check that out I'm into um, it but it is called The Imposter I like it and it is very good That's and I'm cool. sorry we spoiled the entire thing for you but you should know that before I was gonna say listening. it came
0: out in 2012 also Jack together. dies at the end of the Titanic <gasps> <gasps> also Rosebud is the sled at the end of um, what the fuck's that movie I have no idea oh Citizen Kane I think so yeah Yeah. maybe I don't know Cizer, uh Kose it might be Citizen Kane yeah we're just gonna the Maltese Falcon. Falcon is a fucking is a fucking uh, his wife's of head a was in the box
1: yeah <laughs> He sees dead people. <laughs> Bringing the dinosaurs back was a bad idea. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was dead the whole time. Yeah, that's, a, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. He's, yeah. We know he sees dead. That was in the trailer, you idiot. <laughs> we know he sees
0: <laughs> Anyway. This is why we can't record in the same room. We can't record on the same coast. No. Um, Because it turns into this. It's all right. Next um, episode. The cats did have buttholes. We just haven't seen the cut yet. Yeah, release the butthole cut. <laughs> I had a dream that I saw the butthole cut. <laughs> wow, was it a as magical ago? as you wanted to? No, think? it was like it was like I was at like a blockbuster and I got taken into a back room and they were like, "Do you want to see it?" And I was like, "What the that fuck sounds is going on?" Fucking like, horrifying. It, except it was like it was like a quirky dream. It wasn't like a nightmare, but it was very much like they're like, "Oh no, we have it, we have it," and I was like, "Okay, like, I don't like you that. can't take it home with you because nobody can know, nobody can actually, but you can see it if you're here." And I'm like the fuck is this like a vip section i don't like it it was it was something i'll tell you that much but i did not i cannot say whether or not i actually saw a butthole all right in that dream i'm so sorry i tried to inception my way into the butthole cut it did not work um
1: you can go to our website crimeculturepodcast.tumblr.com you can also go to all of our social medias Mm -hmm. we're on facebook instagram twitter not linkedin not linkedin and um you can dm us or email us crimeculturepod at gmail.com you can but you can email or dm us and you can get the link to our discord we have so much fun talking with everybody and everyone is really really nice and we show pictures of our pets and also um recommendations for things and arts and crafts and crime stuff we talk about the episodes um, you might get spoilers on stuff we may be talking about soon, like this episode. Yeah. Everyone was kind of spoiled. Because we can't on.
0: lie to you on the Discord. <laughs> We're legally not allowed if to. If you're a Patreon patron, you get a special channel and we've already spilled some piping hot Ezra Miller tea in that Patreon channel. Yeah. Um, and it's anybody who donates can be a part of that channel. Yeah. Um, as opposed to the poll but um that reminds me we also have a couple correction sections (gasps) okay all right so um starting things off remember when we pronounced i'm gonna do it again i can feel it did i no it it was was me no it was me it was me it's always me i think actually i'm the problem it's It's me. me um so i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it wrong again stevie Reached out. Literally, this was my Christmas present. Where she reached out to us on December 25th and was like, I know you've already been told, but I was watching Pride and Prejudice, so I filmed a snippet to show you how to pronounce Derbyshire, I think is how you say it. Because we pronounced it wrong in the correction that we pronounced it Fantastic. wrong. So I'm going to play it for you. Let's see if we can hear it. Please don't get copyright struck. All right, you can't really hear it. Derbyshire. Derbyshire. Is what she says, but I was like, "Oh God, no, we did it again." So there was that. We're Derbyshire. We're, okay. we're 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 Derbyshire that it's Derbyshire. We're also not going to do another episode that takes place there. So yes, forget it. Everybody, stop doing let's crimes Leave there. that energy in twenty twenty. Do not ever commit a crime there ever again. We don't want to fucking cover it. Yeah. Um. But also, Sin reached out oh. about the Ricky Casso. Okay, or no. Yes. Ricky Casso case. Yes. I, because we did Ricky Casso and Ronnie Chasen back to back, I keep wanting to call it Ronnie Casso and Ricky Chasen. Perfect. And I'm going to ruin it. I know I'm going to do it. Um, But so she said, hey, you can still enjoy Teenage Dirtbag. It's not about Casso. It's about how Brendan Brown felt yes. adults were treating him yes. just because he liked the same music as Casso and wore the same band shirts. Yeah. Mary yeah, yeah. Eddie from Stranger Things. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, I, I was reading that because I read an interview when I was... um cuz it it's listed on the wikipedia page as being inspired by Ricky Casso. Yes. So I was like, the fuck. So I of course I had to dig a little bit mm. more into it and he's like, yeah, it's not written about Ricky Casso. It is more like um I was into like this sort of stuff and I saw a kid who was also into the same sort of stuff be like so demonized and so mm-hmm. like like the poster child of like the satanic panic yeah um and like it made me feel like unsafe and unable to like show and share stuff that i was interested in because it was taken so badly by everybody else
0: yeah yeah. that's that's exactly what sin says yeah um quote he felt he was being labeled a satanist dangerous etc it's less about Casso in general and more about the outcast teenage experience exactly yeah. which is why i had no problem screaming my lungs out to teenage dirtbag last night yep they did play teenage dirt they bag. did play de- teenage dirtbag if you are in the like tri-state area of new york connecticut new jersey highly recommend that you go see the punk cover band if you listened to music in high school in like the 2010s you probably some listened warped to tour this music. Era music yes if you went to a warp tour if you wanted to go to a warped tour you will know this music and you will be able to live out your wildest warped tour fantasies it's not a phase mom that is the band it's not a phase mom band on instagram i was about to say it's not a phase mom band on instagram they got some shit going on somebody delivered a whole ass pizza and the pizza crowd surfed in the crowd yesterday it's a fun time um but some, some girl hopped up where everybody was performing and tried to Lil Mama her way onto that stage, like in that one I mean, Empire State of Mind performance. It, it was a little it was a little trashy. Oh, people were, yeah. people were litty. People were liddy You and I notwithstanding. We were also a little I uh, no, I had two drinks and one edible. I was totally fine. Oh no, I, I hadn't had an edible in a minute. And so when I I was messaging Haley, like I was like, My clock is moving fast, but I feel like time is moving slow. <laughs> Yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> and you know how you how you do but you know what everything's legal in new jersey and well not everything but most things and everything should be legal in darby sure because we're not going to do another episode darby sure <laughs> darby sure you gotta be sure it's darby sure right get it uh, i have to blow my nose and also <laughs> cough and also fall asleep forever <laughs> she also has to get away from
1: me so um we're going to see you next Tuesday. Yeah, that sounds good. Happy 2023. Woo! I was gonna say for all those who celebrate. For all um, those
0: who, some people, some people are already in 2024. Yeah, I mean. The Black Eyed Peas are in, like, fucking, what, 3,028 at this point? I guess. Yeah. But, yeah.
1: Fun stuff coming this year, so like and subscribe hey
0: yeah and feel free to send us a review we got a lovely review on audible did we yeah we got one star because we swear too much and somebody probably me was talking about being bloated and we can't have women talking about having bodily functions um so and i i say this not just because i'm gonna fall on my sword for this but because between the two of us i think i'm more often bloated than you are
1: it's so easy to just turn things off turn it off like
0: a light switch. Exactly. Is that the one? Okay. I didn't know. So but if you don't like it, turn it off. Yeah. Bring but if you do like it, if you do like rate. it, feel free to write a review because Thanks. it really does help us. People find us because they say, hey, like when you review something, then they match us with podcasts with other reviews. So they're like, hey, and you can just rate it too. That's fine. That works just as well. Yeah. You can do that on Spotify now. You can do that on Spotify. You can do it on Amazon. You can do it on Audible. You can do it on Apple Podcasts. But that way... We get matched with other podcasts and we you we help you find more like-minded individuals is basically what it comes down to. Yeah. Are we a cult? Sure. Join the cult. All right. <laughs> See you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye.